What's up, everybody? This is Jake Walker, and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus's return. I'm pumped today because we talk about such an important topic. We're in this series looking at different topics and themes that help us to live for the day, the literal day that Jesus will appear and make his complete rule and reign visible and manifest. I'm so excited about that day. We've been talking about different themes, and today we talk about faith. Come on, it's so core, it's so key, it's so foundational. What is faith? And uh, and how do we live into it? How do we how do we grow in it? What are some examples? I'm just excited. Uh, so buckle your seatbelt. Let's go. Let's jump right into the episode. What's up, everybody? Again, thank you so much for joining me. I'll do my best to make this worth your time. I pray that you'll be encouraged and equipped. We're talking about faith today, biblical faith. We're talking about faith from a biblical perspective, and uh, I'm excited about it. Somebody in my life one time really resonated with me. I uh, continue to think about it as like, if I'm going through something hard, if, you know, I need prayer for healing or something, get me around the faith people. Like, get me around people who believe in the promises of God, believe God exists, believe that he's the healer, believe, right? And uh, I just think that's so true. There's something I just love about someone who is humble, but just so believes God, who's so, you know, I'm taken aback when I just, when someone says something or, or their actions convey something, it's like, wow, that person believes God and is living their life because they believe God. It's just inspiring. It's such a blessing. And that's something cool to say is that we need each other and our faith, uh, you know, builds other people's faith. Um, so what a gift that that as we choose to walk in faith, it can be an encouragement to others. I love talking about faith. You know, I'm in a awesome group of um, guys that just encourage each other in the Lord and um, in you know, our different disciplines and goals and things like that. And we we asked each other this question recently. In the book of 1 Kings, um, God comes to King Solomon and says, hey, Solomon, I'll give you anything you ask for. What do you want? What a cool thing, right? Can you imagine God does that? Well, that's what I want you to imagine. Um, King Solomon answers, Hey God, out of all the things you could give me, I'm like a child and I'm now the King and I need wisdom. I need a discerning heart. What a great answer. And God's so pleased by that answer. And he gives him wisdom and a discerning heart and, you know, all these other things as well. But when I was with my group, I said, guys, if God came to you and said, I will give you what you want, um, and I'm kind of thinking right now in terms of kind of different character attributes um, and such. Like, guys, what would what would you say? What would you want? 
And I ask you, uh, podcast listener, if God came to you and said, I will give you any character trait, um, anything you want even, expand it beyond character trait, anything you want, what do you, what do you want? And we just, it was just cool to talk about these different things that we would want. And then we kind of made goals and plans to like live into those things. But that's kind of continued to stay with me because what I would say, I really believe is God, would you make me a man of great faith? Like, I just want to believe God in everything that he says. I want to, I want to not waste my life in unbelief. (laughs) I want to live into all that God has for me. And that only happens by faith. Why would I choose faith out of all those things? If, if God came to me, like he came to Solomon, well, the simple answer is faith is how we enter into and live in a relationship with the creator God. Like right now, God is so real, but he's invisible (laughs) and we'll get to it later. But I believe, you know, faith is spiritual eyesight and it's how we walk in a relationship with God. And, you know, Jesus was really clear that eternal life, John 17, 3, is knowing God. I want to know God. And um, in so many ways, I know God through faith. And um, I guess I'm kind of getting into my episode already. But, you know, faith is not just like a, a blind leap contrary to all this evidence. Um, there's so much great evidence that gives us this confidence Um, that God is real. And so it's not just this, I refuse to look at facts and I just believe this or something. That's not what it is. Um, And we're going to talk about what it is um, in just a second. But before we get into it, the plan for today, the episode, is we'll just talk a little bit about what faith is. We'll read some examples from the Hall of Faith, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, Hebrews 11. And we'll talk a little bit about how to develop faith and talk about some stories along the way. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're equipped. Let me just say a prayer. God, maybe the person listening to this feels a a lack of faith right now. Um, I don't know what they're feeling. But God, I pray that in this little time or even in this moment that you would just lift their faith. Would you just cast out unbelief, God, and just encourage them and equip them, fill them with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, we said something about what faith is not. What is faith? What's faith? Um, Well, you know me. I like to get my definitions uh, about, you know, reality from the Bible, from God's word, from the creator of reality. And uh, Hebrews 11.1 and six are just super helpful with regards to what faith is. So here we go. Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And then verse six says, and without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Come on. All kinds of great things about faith right there. Here's my operating definition for today as we continue to go through our time. Faith is a conviction, however small, 
that God is real and he rewards those who seek him, which leads to action. Did you catch that? Faith is a conviction, however small, that God is real and he rewards those who seek him, which leads to action. Another quote from my Uncle Dale, who's a pastor. Faith is betting your life that God is real and believing that every word he says is true. Come on, I love these just this, these different ideas that help us grasp this beautiful thing called faith. One, one more idea I really like. Faith, again, is spiritual eyesight. Faith is a conviction that things exist in the spiritual realm that we can't see. And, and we can take actions in obedience to God in the assurance that results that God wants will occur. Why, you know, do Christians, um, those who follow Christ, live differently than the world in general? Well, it's because we can spiritually see things that others can't. Why? Because we're better than people? No, because we believe, because we have faith. We have this spiritual eyesight um, because of what God has revealed and we believe that. We believe that God has revealed things and we take action based on it. I love the idea that faith is not mere intellectual assent, devoid of action. Um, you know, James talks about how even the demons believe that God exists and they shudder, right? But they don't repent. They don't, you know, have this personal trusting relationship with God. Okay. One more time, that definition, faith is a conviction, however small, that God is real. He's real. And he rewards those who seek him. Does that, I hope that encourages you and inspires you, even in this moment. Can you just live your life? Think about your day-to-day life. How can you live with more of an awareness, more of a faith, more of a belief that God's real and he rewards those who seek him, those who follow him, those who obey him? Come on, that's inspiring to me to just go from how do I operate in this moment, not in unbelief, but in belief that God's real and that he rewards those who seek him. I just want to read through some of Hebrews 11. In fact, I'm not even going to just read through the chapter. I'm going to highlight something. I'm going to highlight that by faith, all these different people who were flawed, by the way, they did something because of their faith. Again, faith is not devoid of action. It always leads to action. It always leads to obedience. And so I'm just going to read through some of the characters and what they did by faith. I think it'll inspire us to to get out of unbelief and complacency and enter into joyful action um, based on the promises of God. Okay, here we go. Hebrews 11, just, um, you know, just some highlight reels. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain. Did you see that? There's action there. By faith, Noah built an ark to save his family. By faith, Abraham obeyed and went, even though he didn't know where he was going. (laughs) By faith, Sarah was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. P.S. If you don't know the end of the story, God stopped Abraham and Isaac survived. Awesome. Uh, By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob blessed each of 
Joseph's sons and uh, worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. Was that right? Let me make sure I got that right. Da, da, da. Blessed. Yeah, that was totally right. Okay, great. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. All these actions, right? Now, Moses, he did a lot of things because of faith. Check this out. By faith, Moses' parents, well, this is his parents, hid him from Pharaoh because they saw he was no ordinary child. Here we go. By faith, Moses refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because living for the day, because he was looking ahead to his reward. Come on. By faith, he left Egypt. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. Whoa, faith is spiritual eyesight. That's in the Bible right there. I mean, not the words, it is spiritual eyesight, but the idea. By faith, he kept the Passover. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea. By faith, Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. And then check out verse 33. It's amazing. It says, um, or verse 32, starting there. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword whose weakness was turned to strength and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection living for the day. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sought in two. They were killed by the sword. Yikes. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. Whoa. Wow. That's what I'm just amazed by this whole passage. And I'm just reading about so much action produced by faith, like life change produced by faith. Faith is so much more than this intellectual ascent, right? And I think that's really encouraging and helpful to know because I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't feel full of that assurance, that confidence, right? I don't feel full of faith, but through being obedient with our actions, we can actually be a person of great faith. That's awesome, right? Faith, the size of a mustard seed moves mountains, right? Come on. And while we're here, there's such a connection between faith and living for the day. Check out verse, verses 13 through 16 of Hebrews 11. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting they were foreigners and strangers on earth because they were living for the day. Verse 14, people who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. And here we go, verse 16. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Woo! Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city 
for them, living for the day. Wow, so good. Here's the main point of the day. Are you ready for the main point? Faith is how we live for the day. We can't see God and we can't see the day. But through faith, we live with spiritual eyesight that God is real and the day is real. Why are we, what day are we talking about? It's a day that we don't see yet, but that God has said it. And faith is believing that God is real. And that everything he said is true, that there is a day coming. When just as Jesus came before in real history, he's going to come again, my friends, to in glory consummate history, right? And all the things we've talked about and the word of God talks about. Whenever we make a choice that we're only making because we have a conviction that God is real, we're living by faith. Whew, come on. I just am so inspired by all those people and just how... Bible kind of paints that as like they were living for the day based on what God had said. Come on, faith. Um, yeah, whenever we make a choice. So like, just want to like share some stories, you know, like sometimes in my life, like one of the things that I've done in my life that I, you know, have done only because of, you know, faith and like, because I believe God is like share my faith right, with people. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it, it, it doesn't, but sometimes it can be like, oh, you know, should I do this? Is it, is it, you know, it's going to be a little out of my comfort zone or whatever, but you, you know, you hop out of that comfort zone. Why? Because you believe God and you believe that he's good and you want to share when you have something amazing, you know, you want to share about it and you care about eternity. You care about your, your people and, and people you don't even know, knowing God in this life and the next. I think of, you know, living by faith, saying no to sin. Why? Why would, just as Moses, you know, he said no to the fleeting pleasure of of sin, you know, in Egypt. And he regarded disgrace for Christ as more valuable. Guys, we do that. We resist sin by faith. You know, I think of the shield of faith in Ephesians 6. I think of, you know, one of the hobbies of my life is memorizing scripture. <laughs> I do that because of faith, you know? Like, I, 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 I believe that it's God's very word, and it matters that I, uh, it'll, I believe that it'll change my life. I believe that um, it's not just fairy tales or myths, but it's the very, very inspired, infallible word of God, right? Whenever I choose to, you know, lay down my life, you know, it's, it's because of faith. It's because I believe God. I believe in in death there is new life that comes. At, in the cross there's resurrection. I was just recently at um, my uh, grandpa Walker, my dad's dad's um, funeral and memorial service, and I want to just take a quick moment to shout out my grandpa and grandma Walker. I'm actually just so incredibly blessed. Both sets of my grandparents were people of, are people of incredible faith. My grandma and grandpa Mac on my mom's side, just absolutely incredible faith, who I look up to so much and have sacrificed and are living for the day. It's amazing. Um, but I was just with um, my family and my Walker side, and my grandma and grandpa Walker, such incredible people of faith, Fred and Eileen Walker. You know, they took radical action in their lives because they 
believed God. They were relentless in their pursuit of having more of God and being used by God. You know, at my grandpa's funeral, he left such a legacy of faith. And, you know, just one simple story. My grandpa was a pioneer and he was unafraid and he, you know, moved multiple times and, um, you know, started a church and was a part of ministries being started. And, and uh, one time he went to Belize and, you know, he was sharing his faith and, but things were going terrible. Things were, you know, rough and he got super sick. And uh, I think, you know, in some ways it felt like a failure to him. But he shared his faith with someone, and that also felt like a failure because the guy didn't even want to listen to him. But just this quick little testimony is the the guy later, when he went home after my grandpa had, you know, shared the gospel with him, ended up feeling conviction, you know, gets saved, repents, believes in God, actually becomes a pastor, <laughs> God used my grandpa on this trip that felt like such a like a failure to him to light this fire, light this faith in this guy who becomes his pastor. And all these years later, you know, he finds my my grandpa somehow and just says, thank you. Thank you for, you know, sharing your faith. And I just that just stuck out to me so much. You know, my grandma and my grandpa were just so amazing. Another example of faith was. Um, one time there, there used to be this theater, um, across the street from Disneyland and this church bought this theater and it was called Melody Land. And, um, it was kind of this awesome central spot for, um, you know, church people in the church who, you know, just were believing for the gifts of the spirit and, uh, believing for God to, you know, bring revival and, um, work miracles and all these things in my grandma had been in bad back pain for 10 years and she went to this service and it's just it's just radical but she was totally healed from her back pain at this service and my grandma went through different you know health ailments in her life and she had glaucoma for at least five years this is after her back got healed and it was just so bad she could hardly leave her, you know, very dark room. It was just really terrible suffering. Um, But then she felt like she got this word from God that if I go back to Melody Land, I'm going to be healed of my glaucoma. And my grandpa, um, in faith, was like, all right, like, I am willing to take you. Let's do it. And they go back to Melody Land And they're at this healing service and my grandma gets healed, like completely healed and is able to see. And it's just amazing. And I just think of my grandma and grandpa as people of just incredible faith, being willing to hear from God and respond by taking action. I was, I had the honor of helping do a little devotional at the viewing um, from my grandpa. And I just kind of, in response to Hebrews 11, just wrote a few things down my grandpa did by by faith. By faith, my grandpa pursued the gifts of the Spirit. 
uh, when the church network he was a part of didn't believe in them for today. That was bold. Um, by faith, he packed up his family and went to Mexico to be a missionary. By faith, he, um, when this wasn't always popular to do, he welcomed the hippies into the church and discipled them. By faith, he planted a church. He bought land. He started a school. By faith, he didn't quit. And gosh, I could go on. Um, but I just love my grandma and grandpa. Both sets of my grandma, grandmas and grandpas, just so much. And they have left such a legacy of faith. And, when, you know, again, when I say faith, I'm not just talking about intellectual assent that, you know, these certain truths happened or whatever, which is so important. Doctrine is so key and so important. But it led to this action, this personal relationship with God. Again, our definition for today is faith is a conviction, however small, that God is real and rewards those who seek him, which leads to action. Here's my call to action for today, and that is get around people who build your faith. Like, you know, the people that we are around so impact us. So I just want to encourage you. Who is somebody in your life that builds your faith, and how can you invest in that relationship? And I think that'll help you and encourage you. So get around people who build your faith in Jesus. Let's talk for a second on how to gain faith. Like, how do we grow in faith? I like this quote from um, a guy named David Campbell, who helps with a ministry called Theos U. We don't increase our faith by trying in our minds to believe something more firmly, we increase our faith by stepping out in obedience into what God has said in his word is our kingdom call in our lives and watch as the emotions follow. I like that he says every Christian needs to have faith for God to do the impossible. I like this other quote, every man or woman of God has has had to break through the lie that that's for everybody else besides me. Isn't that good? Like, I feel like that's such a lie for the, from the enemy in so many dimensions of our lives. Is like, yeah, that's for them. You know, that breakthrough, that miracle, that spiritual gift, that, you know, great act of faith, whatever. That happens to special people, not people like you. And that's just a lie, right? That's just a lie. And I love that quote, that idea of breaking through that lie. That no, God, you have things to do in my life. You have great acts of faith for me to do. And uh, I just bless you (laughs) with believing that and taking action based on that. But how do we grow in faith? Again, this is from David Campbell at Theos U. I really like these three steps (laughs) to growing in faith. Um, Here we go. Start with God, not us. Not with, you know, our feelings and all that. Start with God, not us believing from his word that he can do things that we cannot do, right? Believing that he is all-powerful. He made the universe and believing he wants a relationship with you and he wants to extend his kingdom and to heal. So we start with who God is. How do we know who God is? We know it through God's revelation of himself in the Holy Scriptures, right? We start with God. We start with what he's saying about himself. And then we move to step two, determined to obey, 
Come on, despite what we feel, we determine to obey God. And then step three, we leave the results up to him. We leave the results up to him. I love that. Starting with God, not us. We start with who he is. And we, then we look to what he's calling us to do, what he says in his word, and we determine to obey. That's step two. And number three, we leave the results to him. So I just want to challenge you and encourage you, whoever's listening to this right now, just say a simple prayer to God the, God the Father, to, 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 to Jesus, and just say, God, would you please help me obey you and help me have faith. Show me who you are and, and start with who he is. Just tell yourself the truth that he's good, and that he's powerful, that he loves you, that he wants a relationship with you. He wants you to live by faith. And then step two, what is God calling you to do? What is, what's he call, is there any way that he's calling you to obey, to live out your faith? And then I want to encourage you, as you do, seek to obey God. That you would leave the results up to Him and trust Him with any emotions that will follow. Whether you feel faith like crazy or you don't, you can still be a person full of faith through your obedience to God. Come on. Faith. Faith. It is a conviction, however small. That God is real and he rewards those who seek him, which leads to action. I hope you're encouraged. Um, there's so much more to faith, but I so want to be a person of faith, a person who believes God and what he says. And I just pray that you will um, long for that as well that we would together uh, step out of unbelief and step into faith. So I hope you're encouraged. I hope you feel equipped. We always do a little nugget about heaven at the end of these episodes. And so the nugget for today comes from Colossians 3. And it's the idea that God, did you know that God actually tells us to set our hearts on heaven and on the eternal? So like, in a sense, God, God tells us, yeah, think about heaven, like imagine heaven. Um, I, I like how the New Living Translation puts it in Colossians 3, 1 through 2. Since you've been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. So there's the nugget for today. God tells us to set our hearts on the spiritual, on what's going to matter for eternity. In a sense, God's telling us to, to set our hearts on the day, set our minds on the day, and, and ultimately to live for the day, right? Hey, I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're equipped. And uh, I would love to just say a prayer for you. Um, as we go and as we live in uh, faith. So God, I just pray for the person listening to this. I pray that you would build their faith. Maybe there's somebody who's never put their faith in Jesus. Um, 
And so, God, uh, would you um, just welcome that person into your kingdom? Uh, you know, if that's you, you could just simply say, God, I believe in you. Forgive me of my sin. Thanks for dying on the cross for me. I repent of my sin. I'm done. Uh, help me to follow you. Would you be my Lord and my Savior? Uh, I believe that Jesus is Lord, and uh, I want to follow you. God, would you just bless that person? And uh, would you, anybody who's listening to this, would you just fill them with a faith, um, a conviction, no matter how small, that you're real, and that you reward those who seek you, which leads to action. I pray for that, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for hanging in and listening to this episode on faith. Hope you're encouraged. Hope you're equipped. And uh, looking forward to seeing you next time.